from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 221, Top 5 Movies of 1989. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Chuck. And I'm John. And welcome back, everyone. Yes, we are finally reaching the end of the 1980s decade when it comes to movies. Um, I didn't look this up. I don't know if any of you guys did or not. Do you know when we started this whole thing? I meant to look it up earlier today, and I didn't do it, so... A while no. ago, yeah, yeah, it was a while ago, and we've never <laughs> we've never finished anything for Star Joe. This is our first time finishing something, so, <laughs> so I, st- I think we started in the eighties. Yeah, we probably did. Uh, to join us in these uh, movies of nineteen eighty nine, uh, we have a return guest, Mister Eric Grubb. Eric, thanks for joining us again. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, especially with this being the last of this decade, I wanted to make sure that we had an all-star cast to uh, uh, cover an- enough of these movies. I'm I'm thinking we probably, we'll probably definitely have some crossover, but there was a lot of movies from 1989 that I absolutely love. I don't know about what you guys ran into. Yeah, there were a lot of really good movies. It was uh, hard to narrow it down to five. This was actually the hardest one for me, and you believe it or not, I will have more honorable mentions than I've ever had before. I, I believe it. It was honestly the hardest year for me. I thought like some of the earlier years was going to be the hardest one, but 89 was definitely the hardest year for me. Uh, Grub, how about you? Um, my issues were trying to figure out uh, four and five. Yeah. yeah. Num- number one, two, and three were pretty easy for me. Four and five were, were tougher. Yeah, I, I debated on the uh, order of mine as well, flip-flopping a couple times on them. So. Yeah. And hey, Ryan, I went back and looked, believe it or not, the first episode, so top five movies in 1980 was episode 140, which was released January 30th of 2015. Wow. Jesus. So it took us four years. <laughs> <laughs> it was you and Travis. Oh, apparently. wow. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think I've been part of the movie uh, episodes until now. No, I don't think you have. We won't make you give all your lists on this one, Chuck. <laughs> I'm going to give it all right now. <laughs> Just sit back. <laughs> Get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Ready, Chuck? Go. <laughs> An American Tale, Five Old Goes West. <laughs> all right, well... Speaking of uh, speaking of Chuck returning to the show, uh, we did have a voicemail from a listener. Uh, you guys remember the Bo Jackson voicemail? I'm thinking it's the same guy. He does not give his name, uh, but it sounded like the same guy that talked about Bo Jackson. In fact, he references Bo Jackson again. Uh, but uh, I think Chuck especially is going to love the references that he makes in this one. So I'll go ahead and play that for you guys right now. What's up, Star Bros? Just finished listening to 219. I felt compelled to call because it sounded nice. It sounded real good. It sounded like the old days. It was reminded me of uh, when Pippen got Jordan back and they ran the table in 96. Just the way they would weave and the chemistry on the court. You guys had that on the show. It was a good job. Nothing against the other host, to use the basketball analogy. It would be like when Pippen led the squad to the 94 finals, Eastern Conference finals. You know, Robert would be B.J. Armstrong, and John would be Horace Grant, and Shannon would be, well, voted in play for the Bulls, so let's say Tony Kukoc. But once Jordan came back... Nice. That's what it really hit the next gear. So I'm glad to hear that uh, Chuck's been sawed out from Carbonite and uh, Drost and Averett can join the Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello pantheon of great duos. That's it. Talk to you later. So, so which one to use Pippen and which one to use Jordan? I think he's referring to Chuck as being Jordan. I think so, too. Because he was saying when Pippen had to lead the team in 96 on his own, and then Jordan came back. Yeah, so, yeah it was better. Right, so I think he was referring, uh, to, referring yeah. to... As I said, it's already playing into Chuck's ego already. And I'm Horace Grant. <laughs> oh, Grant. Hey, he was a great role player. They couldn't have They couldn't have won the championships without him. I want to be I want to know who Dennis, I don't care. What I want to know played. who Dennis Rodman was. Yeah. We need a Rodman. You want to be Rodman, Eric? Grow up your Rodman. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. You got to dye your hair, get some no. piercings, well, put on a dress. It, it's kind of funny. Um, around that, you know, the that time frame, uh, I was living just south of L.A., and it was also around the time frame when the leak, the leakers, Jesus, <laughs> the Lakers were trying to three peat. Oh, and yeah. the street we lived on was called Byron Close. So one day I, go, I, I wake up and I go to the, I'm going to the bus stop to go to school, and somebody had put a piece of paper over the close that said Scott. So if you get the reference of who Byron Scott was, Byron Scott, yeah, the yeah, player, yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I don't. Basketball is nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. I also like the uh, Abbott and Costello reference of great duos um, to to kind of peel back some in my history. When I was a kid, I'm kind of an old soul when it comes to some stuff. I remember going to the library and getting cassettes of Abbott and Costello 
doing their routines, like, you know, the whole who's on first and all that oh, type of stuff. Oh, it's a classic. Oh, yeah, I know that whole routine. But there was, there was a bunch of other routines they did, so, like, to refer me to part of, you know, in the same area era as Abbott and Costello, I'll take that as a huge compliment, so. Yeah, you know there's a Laurel and Hardy movie coming out. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, that looks good. Absolutely. I'll, I'll see that. Yeah, It's uh, John C. Riley, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah. So uh, thanks for stroking Chuck's ego even further by making him Jordan. Uh, yeah, thanks for the stroke. Because we we didn't need his head any bigger. Uh, <laughs> I need a new contract. I need an agent. <laughs> I'll pay you double what I pay you now. Sweet. <laughs> Let's see. Hang on. Two times nothing. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I need that in writing. <laughs> oh, I'll give it to you in writing. <laughs> Sweet. I'll send over the contract tonight. You can sign it and everything. <laughs> yeah. Fax it. I'll give you my number. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but no, it is, It is. I mentioned it before, it is awesome having Chuck back. Uh, it, it does feel like old times when we do, when you're on the show and everything. So it's, it, tonight should be interesting, because like you said, you've never been on for these movie episodes, so... <laughs> Who knows where the hell this is going to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know where the hell it's going. I, I think I already know what Chuck's number one is going to be. Oh, I think we all know what Chuck's number one is going to be. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, you guys ready to talk some movies in 1989? Uh, yeah, sure. It. All right. So, uh, just to reiterate kind of how we do this uh, for any new listeners, but also for the guys. Um so we're going to go, it's going to be round robin. We've already talked about what order we're going to go in. And uh, you start with your number five. You work backwards. Uh, we'll work up to our number one. And uh, we'll each give our number five. And do not reveal uh, where yours is. So in other words, if I reveal my number five and it was your number two, don't disclose that it's your number two until we get to your number two. If it's in your honorable mentions, feel free to mention that any any day feel free to talk about the movie even if it is higher up on your list feel free to still talk about it if you enjoyed the movie things you thought of it and everything else but uh if there's some things you want to save until you're ready to talk about the movie feel free to do that as well so that's kind of how we do this um Whew, lots of rules i know i just don't want I, I want you to feel free to just to talk about the movie at the level that you want to talk about it and it's I'm, like andy kaufman yes i like the movie <laughs> right <laughs> was a good movie yes i liked it and i i'm i'm sure at some point chuck's gonna snap and lose his mind over where some of the movies are listed on our list so. yeah if you did it wrong <laughs> there's one movie that should be one on everybody's list and it, i'm already telling yeah. you right i have you. a feeling this is going to be a very engaging and entertaining conversation jesus christ we're all we're going to be all over the place yes, i guarantee we, it yes we are <laughs> All right, so uh, so we are going to start off with John. John, what's your number five? I'm laying the gauntlet down now. Son of a bitch. Batman. <laughs> what the hell? Now, I will say, if this was 1999, it probably would have been number one. For, what? But I have to say it's the only movie I ever had Chuck Taylors from that had bat signals all over him. Those what? were the shit. Yes. The soundtrack is great. Yes. The Prince music is great. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing like it used to be. It doesn't <sighs> hold that place in my heart like it did. You need to it's preach a fine, fine film, some great one-liners. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, it just uh, you know as I last there and looked at the list, it is. It's on my top. It's on the top five, dude. It just ain't that's, the that's best thing. thing. The top, the top five is good. The top five is good. It should be higher. <laughs> well, again, probably knew from the outset this was going to be an entertaining. Oh, it's okay. All, all other, all go. other, all of your other four movies above that will be critiqued heavily. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Not right, I'm on my, it's not even on, it's not even on my list. Oh Rub snap! <laughs> what the hell? Did you just bring Eric on to just do this? No. And see, here's the thing I was gonna say too, John. God, you don't dang. have to worry about Chuck snapping on you. He reserves that right with me. <laughs> <laughs> and already, like, and already, he's blaming me for Eric's list. <laughs> it's on my Is this your metrics, but it's not. It's I don't dislike the movie. It's just. There's better things than that. No, no. Did Ryan email you this list? Just no. I actually asked Ryan to come on specifically for this year. Oh, yeah. to break my heart. Uh, no. Yeah, Eric, Eric reached right. out to me and said, "Can I please be on the 1989 when you do it?" And I was like, "Absolutely." So, all right. Okay. All right. So, uh, speaking of which, Grub, go ahead. What's your number five? My number five is a little animated ditty. Where it's better down where it's wetter, The Little Mermaid. Ah, because I pick, I put this. I really, really struggled with four and five, and what to put where, and but I put it on there because this is the beginning of the Disney animated renaissance. Uh, the stuff that comes out after this is considered some of the best stuff they've they've done in some of their career with Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. Yeah. I, I would think it started with that, though. To be honest with you, not to you know pick with you, but it started with like the Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. That's where I thought it started with. No, it Little Mermaid is the first, is the first the one. Renaissance. Yeah, I thought that was the last of the old no, stuff. Actually, and it started with new. Lion King isn't until '94, right? Uh, yeah, but nobody working. nobody's talking about that one. Nobody likes that one. Yeah, they do. Oh, <laughs> he did that for me. Yeah. That's a Mulan. There's a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of them in there, and that's why ultimately that was why I had to go with number five was because of me being such a hardcore Disney fan and it being well, a pivotal point in the Disney animated. Um, uh, po- you know, all right, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. Um, yeah, it uh, and. For your information, Lion King was the top grossing out of all those movies, <laughs> for its time, at least. <laughs> no, I, it did make more money than Frozen, I'll bet. No. Uh, no, 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 but it was Frozen, also... is, Frozen is the highest animated yeah. film of all time when it comes to gross, when it yeah. comes to making money. No one's ever come close to it. Yeah, no, I'm, re- I'm, referring to the, I'm referring to that era of those movies. Uh, oh. Yeah. Eh, yeah. It's not my favorite. Well, you're wrong. So, uh, <laughs> no. right. uh, Chuck, what is your number five? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Great movie. Uh, we watch it every year. Christmas tradition. Uh, Clark Griswold and the family and the long lineage of uh, National Lampoon's movies. Just a great movie. It's comedy. It's Christmas. It's Chevy Chase. Shitter's full. Yeah, Cousin Eddie. You gotta love Cousin Eddie. That is actually the only National Lampoon's movie I like, or the of the vacation movies that I oh, like. Wow, I don't, really? Oh, wow, I don't really, really? I don't really like, like, I think I've seen European Vacation maybe once. 
Yeah, and, really and the original, it's they're okay movies. It's just Christmas Vacation is like absolutely the best of those. Oh yeah, yeah you know, and you know, Rusty on the movie, Rusty is Johnny Galecki from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, in Roseanne. Well, no, Big Bang. It's where he, I know he cut his teeth on Roseanne <laughs> and stuff like that, but his he made his he made his money on uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I think he probably spent that Roseanne money already. <laughs> But they, uh, well, again, I, I would agree with you. Uh, it's definitely the best of all of those. And I would say, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the European one. It's got its moments that are good. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, I love the original. Uh, and yeah, I, I, Wally I, like, I even love the uh, the Vegas one. I think the Vegas, Vegas one, one, yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Um, so for, for me, my number five, I, there's really only one thing to say, and that's to win the whole fucking thing. And that's Major League. Uh, I'm a, I know I'm a homer. I don't care. When this movie came out, it was the only championship Cleveland had. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's a great movie. I uh, love that movie. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, I will watch it anytime it's on. Um, yeah, it's it, so quotable. Yeah, I I love my one of my favorite scenes is when they're just when she gives the people that they want to that she wants to recruit. And he's like, this guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> cross like, him cross off. Him off. <laughs> yeah, cross him off the list. Um, yeah, I just, again, I mean, I, I grew up in Cleveland, loved the Indians, always have loved the Indians. When this movie came out, I was like, wait, they're making a movie about the Indians? And it's like, oh, wait, they're making a movie about the Indians. <laughs> so, but uh, but it's a great movie. I absolutely adore it. So, uh, so that was Major my number League five. Is, it's on my uh, honorable mention list. And fun fact, the scenes that, that Tom Berenger and Rene Russo where they're in the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That was all filmed at Northwestern's music library. Nice. So nice. I went to, I was there, you know, I went to school there and yeah, I knew that knew that building very well. But yeah, that was kinda yeah. cool. Had a right. young had a young uh, Wesley Snipe in it. And yes. Yeah. Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> you may play like Mays, you run like shit. Right. <laughs> How am I supposed to hit if I can't lift my arms? <laughs> yeah. So I could quote. I could quote that movie. Oh, yeah. all day. Yeah. Absolutely. Pedro Pedro Serrano is the Allstate insurance guy on TV now. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the other funny thing is is uh, oh god that actor was also in Mr. Baseball. Yeah, he played. A, he was an outfielder, I think, in Mr. Baseball. Yeah, with uh, Tom Selleck. Yeah. yeah, he also was in uh, what was it? The was it the Navy SEALs TV show? Uh, yep the out the unit the unit. I loved yeah, that. He was show. on the unit. I thought that was a great show. Well, it was a good show. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever saw it. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, all right, so, John, you're number four. I think it was, well, in fact, I think it was in 88 we talked about coming to America, and I said that uh, 89 would have another film with Eddie Murphy in it, and I think I like it more. I do like it more in coming to America. It's uh, he and Red Fox shooting off a little pinky toes and <laughs> – yeah, hookers uh, that uh, their privates are as nice as sunshine. It's Harlem Nights. Oh yeah, I yeah. friggin' love that movie. It is quotable, just like all these other. And Della Reese is hysterical. And yeah, when Red Fox shoots off her pinky toe, that's one of the funniest damn. <laughs> the movie is great. And oh yeah, you know Richard Pryor can't go wrong. Richard Pryor and um, and Arsenio. Yeah, it yeah. just great, great movie and. It's one of the few, it's well, one of those few movies yeah. where you actually get a lot of great comedic actors together, and it does make a great movie. Because sometimes when you get comedic actors all together, like some of the greats, the movie's just kind of ho-hum. This was a fantastic movie. Oh, it was an all-star cast. Yeah, for sure. 
Great back pick. when he was still funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. Daddy Daycare. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. How far we've fallen. Um, well, transvestite hookers do that to you. <laughs> wow. What? I had totally forgotten about that. That's true. <laughs> I know. Holy I didn't crap. make that up. I know. Uh, so funny. Uh, all right, let's move on and grab what's your number four. My number four is a semi-historical docu- or drama about the 54th Massachusetts Infantry out of uh, during the Civil War in glory. Oh, I love that movie. Um, I That movie is amazing, but what really puts it over the top to me is, is James Horner's score. Oh, it yeah. It's spectacular. There are so many scenes in that movie that if you don't have the score in there, it's a totally different feel. Yeah. Uh, but man, do I love that movie! That movie, yeah. that movie, Chuck. I think that's the movie that I mentioned to you that I was like, "You need to watch that one." When you were telling me I needed to watch uh, *Brokeback Mountain* or whatever the hell that movie was, that you wanted me to watch *Cold Mountain*. <laughs> *Cold Mountain* was one of the worst pieces of crap I have ever seen. I love that movie. Wow. The movie was awful. Glory oh, put that he? movie to shame. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. Like that movie? It's a good movie. No, but Glory is fantastic. Glory is a masterpiece. So uh, that's it. It didn't got, make my list. Got Denzel his first Oscar. Yeah, it didn't make my list, but it was damn close. It was it was in there. So um, yeah, great movie. Uh, John or Chuck, have you guys seen that one before? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Chuck. What is your number four? Uh, it's a uh, part of a. Uh part of a, a trilogy of movies mm-hmm. that's uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade great movie yeah you got uh, Harrison Ford reprising his role as Indiana Jones Sean Connery you know helps him out with that one mm-hmm. as his father um, it's just if, if it's not like Raiders of the Lost Ark this is my favorite Indiana Jones movie oh yeah I'm right there with you yeah this is him fighting the you know the Nazis looking for the Holy Grail, the Cup of Christ. It's just a really really good movie. Yeah, yeah. You uh, the just like it took the tomb type stuff from Raiders and it kind of took it to a next level because he had puzzles he had to figure out at the end and everything that just worked out really well. So yeah. Um, all right. Uh, for me, uh, my number four is also part of a trilogy. Uh, and I don't think it's going to surprise anyone that it made my top five. Uh, that'd be Back to the Future Two. No, <laughs> I know I that in my honorable mention. I know you're all shocked, <laughs> but yes, it. I made guess it. I'm surprised it's not higher. Uh, you'll see my other ones that are higher, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I love Back to the Future Two. Uh, it's well known on the show that I love the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, I, been reading the comics and just it's it's definitely up there as far as like when you're talking just movies and not talking about like properties and everything else back to the future is definitely like in my top five of like all-time favorite movie franchises um so and two for me is my favorite one out of all three i know a lot of people are like well if you really dissect it and really look at it. One is really the better movie, and I'm like, I don't care. Two, I love it. I love all the futuristic stuff. I love the going back in time and and how it screws everything up, and it's, it's awesome. So, uh, 
So yeah, uh, hoverboard. Got yeah. I, I want my hoverboard. I want my laces. My my Reeboks. Yeah. Yeah, I want my shoes that lace themselves. The Cubs win the World Series. Well, that were, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't that off by just like, like a couple years? years. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Along with Jaws, like thirty-seven or whatever, or was that the third one? <laughs> yeah, he's like the he's like the shark still looks fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I guess I'm in the camp where the first Back to the Future is the better one for me. Yeah, I I love the I love them all, but I love the first one. But yeah, two still holds a special place for me as far as um, yeah. I've, I've got it as honorable mention movie. Yeah. It's really good. I like it. Yeah. All right, John, uh, you're number three. It's the first of what will soon be a trilogy. It's Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan as the Wild Stallions. Nice. Hell yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> that yes. was an honorable mention for me for sure. I friggin' me as well. love this movie so much. Yes. When they bring the people to current day San Dimas, is they friggin' scream. <laughs> and Napoleon eating the Biggie Piggy. <laughs> and then on the water slide in that underwear. Yeah. Oh my god, that movie just it rules. It it is it's a piece of that era. It's that time. It's like yeah, the per, sure. you know, yeah. It's a slice of that time. But yeah, it, it just pitch perfect, man. It's all great. Yeah. When they go to the future and and they're you know they are the chosen ones and everybody's yeah. worshiping them and like Clarence Clemens, the big man is like the head the head dude with um yeah. uh, uh you know uh, what's his name who was a uh, who is their guy? Oh, know, George, George Carlin. Carlin. Yeah. Rufus. Carlin. Yeah. Rufus, yeah. Rufus is taking around. Yeah, you know, look, did they fumble with Bill and Ted's bogus journey a little bit? Station is not great. No. But death no. is awesome. It gets a, gets a Melvin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I cannot wait for this third one. I, I just yeah. I cannot wait to see how they explain how these two guys are now like middle-aged. I'm assuming they're middle-aged losers. Right. And they have somehow got to get the band together to save the world. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I, it's a great was, movie. What else can you say? First time uh, my wife, well, ladies, my my wife now went out to L.A. with me. My aunt lives just a little bit north of San Dimas and Encino. My wife did not realize that Encino and San Dimas were real towns. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and the water, the water park that Napoleon goes to. Yeah. You can see from the freeway. Oh, it's wow. right off the freeway. <laughs> That's awesome. So, does San Dimas football still rule? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Of course, <laughs> yes, yes, it does. I, and I love the whole uh, Abraham Lincoln. You know, he gives the speech at the end. And oh, uh, absolutely, oh, party on, God. dudes! Party on, dudes! Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so great. Like, oh, yeah, so great. Yeah, <laughs> so great. So great. <laughs> It like launches the career of Keanu Reeves, who goes on to play like The Matrix and you know John Wick, John Wick, and John Wick yeah. yeah, it's so good. Um, Poor Alex Winter, who everyone has forgotten about. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, actually hey. become a very successful documentarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a producer and stuff. Yeah, he's like done very well in that regard. And yeah, he's no John yeah. Wick. He, well, no, he didn't claim to be. <laughs> he could be. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Also, John, I, I like I enjoy the second movie. Also, Station is probably the only, like you said, it's the only weak part in that movie for me. Everything else, I I actually really enjoy. Um, yeah, I the like robot villains that are not great though either. I mean, no. it's definitely of the time from an effect. <laughs> evil <laughs> robot usses. I like yeah. the evil robot usses. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, and it was it was interesting to see George Carlin in there also because he doesn't play necessarily a comedic role. And when I heard that he was going to be in it, I was like thinking he's going to be you know he's a comedian. It's it's going to be a funny role, and it's really not. He plays it pretty straight laced for right. Yeah, yeah. So nice pick, very cool. All right, uh, Grub, what is your number three? Uh, my number three has already been talked about briefly, and that is about. Uh, Willie Mays Hayes and uh, Ricky Vaughn and Major League and what is nice. the greatest baseball movie ever made in Major League. Awesome. Yeah. That movie is, I oh, God, that movie's fucking great. Yeah. Like, I can't ever talk enough about that one. Yeah. So quotable. Yes. Oh, very much so, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, the sequels fall victim oh, to yeah. Oh, yeah. what I'm going to call the Ghostbuster 2 problem. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I uh, like the Ghostbusters and a lot of movies better in the, in the than the eighties and nineties. Yeah, Ghostbusters two <laughs> which, was in eighty nine too. Is it? Which I, go ahead, go ahead. I was just say I'm pretty certain Ghostbusters two is going to come up later, so I'll save it for that. But <laughs> is is Major League two the one about big balls? Yes, yes. Okay. Have, yeah. That's the redeeming quality in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> which the funny part about that dude, uh, Tanaka, or whatever his name is, he's actually a game show host in Japan. Yes. <laughs> so my dad was stationed in Japan in the mid '90s. I'd be flipping through the channels, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's it's, wow. it's the major league guy." <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I'll say, and I mean, obviously, personal preference, but I will say that I think the Ghostbusters sequel is far better than the Major League sequel. <laughs> so uh, yes, I would, actually, Major League Three is better than Major League Two. I don't know if I've seen Major League That's Three. Back, back, to minors, back to the right? minors, or something. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, was, I did see. I that. think it was like a like a direct to video type of yes. movie, but it, it is honestly a better movie. I than, agree. Than two is. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, with I don't know. Yeah. I would agree with that statement. Uh, Chuck, what was your number three? Number three, it's it's one word. That word is roadhouse. I knew it was going to make your list. Only number three. <laughs> I, I'm just. I, I, Listen, wow. I, I struggled. I struggled with two and three. Okay. So Roadhouse ended up going number three. I really, when we were talking about it in a early, these movies in an earlier episode, I really thought Roadhouse was going to be your number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's not that good, but it's good. I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen Roadhouse? What? I've seen bits and pieces, but oh I've my never god, seen it. it's like my ultimate guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, I, it is. I know. <laughs> That's the. Anytime that movie's on TV, anywhere, I'll watch it. TBS did it, like, once where they played it, then they played it again. I watched both of it right together. (laughs) (laughs) One right after the other. And you watched that TBS. That says something. Yeah, with commercials. With commercials. Commercials and editing. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't care. Wow. That's hilarious. Well, uh, I mean, okay. come on. We have an awards show from this on the podcast that's named after that. <laughs> yeah, it's like Patrick Swayze in his greatest role ever. Mm, that's Point Break. <laughs> no. <laughs> Point Break. Next to so, Ken. There's another Pat. Yeah, there's another Patrick Swayze movie. Next to Ken was in '89 too. Yeah. Honorable mention. Yep. I was listening to a podcast just lately. And I, I can't. I wish I could remember who it was that was telling the story, but they're friends with Mitch Glazer, who is Kelly Lynch's husband in real life. Yeah. And apparently, they used to give him shit every time that Roadhouse was on. They would text him and go, "Hey, your wife's your wife's taking it from Patrick." <laughs> 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 wow. 
nonstop. And I, I wish I, it will probably come to me in the middle of the night. I'll remember who it was. But they were talking about, yeah, they were friends with Glazer, and they would just text him all the time. Anytime. Because they're like, Roadhouse was on like 150 <laughs> times a day. Yeah, yeah, it's on all the time. Yeah. It's like in the it's like in the early '80s when Star Wars was on HBO. It was on like seven times a day. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and, but I'm like you, Chuck. If, if it's on, I'll watch it because oh yeah, oh my god, it's I, so good. I do enjoy the hell out of it. And Sam Elliott's. In the I was movie. just going to mention him. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh my god, so he's good. just a great actor. And it's it's just Patrick Swayze as a bar bouncer in a little hick town who's run by some big douchebag and. He just goes in there and he cleans up his little bar and yeah. saves the town and the redeeming qualities. Of, yeah, I don't know. It's just a good guilty pleasure eighties kick ass movie. It was um, so two things. One is I love the whole uh, uh, "be nice" speech. That's fantastic. oh yeah. yeah. He calls you a cocksucker. Be nice. <laughs> People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse, and we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many uh. 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. And that sure sounds good. But a lot of the guys who come in here, we can't handle one-on-one. Even two-on-one. Don't worry about it. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, Take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. Come on. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Okay. Ask him to walk, but be nice. If you won't walk, walk him, but be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice. I want you to remember that it's a job. It's nothing personal. Uh-huh. And called a cocksucker in personal? No. It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention uh, for comic fans out there, and I know I mentioned this to you, uh, Chuck, is uh, the comic Southern Bastards. Uh, a lot of the story elements of that remind me of like a combination of Roadhouse meets like Gran Torino. Because it's like an it's an older guy, and he moves back to this town, and this town is just taken over by uh, this guy uh, named the Coach Boss, and he has Coach to Coach Boss. Yeah, Jesus, could that be any more of an eighties? Like... And he and he has to, and this guy ends up cleaning up. He doesn't want to, but he he does, and it's just it, the story element reminded me very much of Roadhouse because this coach owns basically owns the town for the most part, so. There's, yeah. there's other elements in the comic, but it's but it the early stories of it remind me a lot of Roadhouse. So, so it's good good pick. I, I knew it would yeah. be on your list somewhere, but and you get you get Patrick Swayze's bare ass, so that's good. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, well, you get a lot more of Kelly Lynch. So. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, you get that too. 
Well, I was I was thinking that would be the route you'd go, not. Oh come on, that Swayze ass is unbelievable. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you been to prison recently? <laughs> no, no, but you know. Before he died, a bitter, broken, well, not bitter, but a, an old, broken man of his, you know, cancer disease. That's not funny or nothing, but right. until he, like, died of that, he was, like, really super, you know, ripped and stuff. Yeah. He was a dancer. He worked out a lot, so, you know, yeah. He had a nice bot. Oh, Chris Farley can outdance him. That's all I can oh, say. I don't know about that. That, fun, well, that skit was funny as hell, but. That skit is one of the best skits ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious with their Chippendale dancers. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. awesome. All right, uh, this is where Chuck gets to be mad at me. Uh, my number, son of a bitch. <laughs> my number three is Batman. It's still too low. <laughs> it's still too low. Um, it's higher than Johns and, and Grubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you get uh, the prison pass. For uh, to to your to your credit though, Chuck, I will say, had you had you talked with me and we did this back then, like back in. 89 or 90 or 92 something like that i probably would have it my number one because i was totally engulfed in all of it like i had the hat i had you know with the bat symbol of on it i had the soundtrack of course you were i had all you were at stuff. the right exact age right. when that movie came out in the theater right absolutely and, and like, it was like there was like a lot of other you know there wasn't all these other like superhero no, movies not at all that were out you had a superman which was good right well, There's another. At, at that uh, point, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was. It was, it was good. The Christopher Reeve Superman was good. No, but what I'm saying is, by the time '89 came, the Superman movies weren't good. Oh well, I mean the ones before. I mean, there's yeah. like like a precedent of like superhero movies. Sure. There's another one that came out in '89, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Honorable mention to that. Yeah. But there's there's not a lot of precedent for superhero movies no. up until this point. No. This one in '89, the Batman '89, kind of launched. Yeah. You know, like the whole thing of like Superman movies could make like bank. I went and bought uh, when I was a kid. Or I don't of think course I bought, you I, did. No. Everybody did. I did too. You didn't even know what I bought. It doesn't fucking matter. That shit was on everything. <laughs> it was. But I bought, because of that movie, I bought the uh, Further Adventures of Batman book and was reading all these short stories about Batman when I was like on vacation and stuff like that. And I actually. Uh, acquired that book not that long ago because I had that nostalgia of that book and I, I didn't own it anymore and I was like man I want to go back and reread those stories and everything else so nice. so yeah it is definitely like something that I absolutely loved uh, the serial was awesome by the way yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember the serial oh yeah little batterings so yeah. it, was, it was like it was basically like Captain Crunch it was Captain Crunch signals. yeah yeah, yeah it was like Captain Crunch yeah yeah um, but it was, yeah, it was awesome. I love the movie. I still love the movie. It's super quotable and everything else. Uh, I mean, it, th- my number three for a reason. So, but, uh, but yeah, absolutely. The soundtrack was great. Like John said, it's yeah. all Prince. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Awesome. Can't beat him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So. And he played a good Joker. He does. He plays an awesome Joker. Everyone yeah. had been chasing him since then. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Even so. Heath Ledger. Yeah. And, and personally, I like. Heath Ledger's Joker better now, but I'm not going to take anything away from Jack Nicholson. Um, I mean, it's like one A, one B. I mean, it's just. Uh, all right, John, you're you're number two. My number two. I'll never forget. I saw it on my birthday, and I got in trouble because I stayed out with a bunch of friends late. Not super late, but I stayed out late, and my parents were distraught because I wasn't home. 
having said all that, it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Nice. Nice. I, I, I'm kind of with you, Chuck, in terms of, you know, for me, it's it's 1A, 1B when it comes to Raiders and Last Crusade. I mean, they're totally just, they're different in a lot of ways. Yeah. I think Sean Connery was amazing in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think the Nazi lady in that movie is gorgeous. And she was in Major League Two. She was. And yeah. The, I just, it was funny, especially back when I played the Lego video games, Lego Indiana Jones, I always liked playing the Last Crusade part, especially like when they, the motorcycle chase and when they use the, when he, when, uh, Dr. Jones Sr. uses his umbrella to scare all the birds into the planes and stuff. There's <laughs> yeah. just so many great little touches. And then you know, he chose poorly, yep. which they did a whole bit after that on regular show. If any of you guys watched that cartoon, which was amazing. Yeah. And they had a whole thing where they had a, a hat that said excellent for an egg, an egg restaurant. And the whole thing, the guy was like, you chose poorly. And, you know, it was a hat with mud flaps and stuff. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that movie is just tremendous and was it's how I like to remember Indiana Jones ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, you know, it was Crystal Skull doesn't exist. It, well, no. it, it, it was kind of cool that they did that whole opening thing with River Phoenix. That whole you yeah, know, explaining yeah. the scar and the hat. That stuff. It and was kind of neat how that and the snakes. It, yeah. I liked how it you know kind of got you into it. And then of course the big reveal of how Indiana got his name. Got his name yeah. is pretty damn funny. That, you know, when you're when you're a kid and you hear it, it's like what the hell? I mean, it's pretty funny. But yeah, yeah man, um, Last Crusade is I. They're. It's interesting that the seems like all these movies tend to flip between Netflix and uh, Amazon. Yeah. So right now, all the Indiana Jones movies are now Net- on Net- Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So there, you can always put them on and. Oh, I've been watching them. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> Honestly, I have to. Because yeah. the, Ghost, have, the uh, Ghostbusters movies are on there also right now, so I've been watching those in the Indiana Jones movies. So, you know, like you said, you you went back to the River Phoenix thing with the young Indiana Jones that got a lot of like uh, a buzz and stuff, and that started the Indiana Jones yeah. Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Chronicles. Yeah. I know, and that was a great show. A great show. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, and it was on Amazon for a while. You could. I don't know if it may still be. I, don't know, I haven't yeah. seen. I haven't looked for it in a long time, but I know it was on there, and I. I know. I, I think that show suffered from the production. It was so expensive. Yeah. Well, and I, I know it, the, didn't, it didn't last too long, though. No, in the season. Yeah, and I know to get the DVDs, at least at one point, they were expensive as hell to get. Um, because they just I I tried looking for them one time because I wanted to own them, and and they're they were pretty pricey at one point. So I don't know if they still are or not, but. Um. Well, and I, I know from the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, the thing I always loved about it was you would see the old Indiana Jones, and you'd see he was weathered and, like, missing an eye and everything else, and you're like, how did all that happen to him? Yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to hear the adventures of those, like, how all that happened, so. But, uh, but yeah, great pick. Awesome movie. Grub, what's your number two? My number two is also Last Crusade. Nice. Uh, same thing, it's my second favorite of the indie movies, like, I like... The original, you know, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark better. Um, but I do like the fact that they reference um, the Ark as well as Sala being back in, in Last Crusade. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that they, you know, a little, you know, a little straight, you know, like, what's that? Ark of the Covenant? You sure? Yeah. Pretty yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. It's just, it's just a great, it's just a great damn movie. And there's, 
you know, probably top ten of all time for me. Awesome. So that that movie was on all of our lists so far, right? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I'm just. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it might be on my list, but I have not. Wait, not. It's been I, on yeah. three lists so far. Yes. Yeah. All right. Three yeah. lists. It's a guy ruined Batman for everybody. So. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I take yeah, responsibility. All right, uh, Chuck. What is your number two? Hey, bartender, Joe Boo needs a refill. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Major League. <laughs> I flip between Major League and Roadhouse, but Major League, I just, I watch that movie every year. I watch all the baseball movies every year. That Field of Dreams, honorable mention, that came out in 89, too. Um, Mr. Baseball, there's so many great baseball movies. Bull Durham. Bull Durham, that's got to be the best baseball movie, in my opinion. Um, what's the other one with, uh, ah, crap. Ty Cobb with Tommy Lee Jones. That's a great movie. Oh, Cobb. Na- and, uh, the natural. the natural. Yeah. That was so, just on TV the other day, actually. I missed it. But yeah. Major league. It, what you guys said about it, everything is so quotable. You got Charlie Sheen. Yeah. It, it's just awesome. It's like, yeah. Hey Rook, we wear sleeves and caps in this league. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you teach that kid some control before he loses a head? Well, there's, there's a great bit of trivia with that movie where um, when Serrano hits the home run and he's running around the base and he's carrying the bat, yeah, yeah. it's because Dennis Haysbert actually hit a home run and was so excited he forgot to drop the bat when he ran around. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's yeah. awesome. Very, very it's like, cool. hey, hey, Rook, where'd you cut your hair? Vegematic? Oh, man. Like you said, there's just so many quotes. So in that movie. quotable, yeah. 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 Hats for bats. Hats yeah. for bats. <laughs> we, we, used to, we used to quote that to each other. Like, yeah, real funny. Yeah, real fucking funny, asshole. <laughs> it's uh, so and uh, funny. what's, his, so what's the old pitcher? Um, the name's escaping me right now. Uh, oh, uh, Harris. 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 Yeah. He's, got, he's showing all the stuff he's got on him. <laughs> For <laughs> shit on your chest. <laughs> Crisco, Bardol, on the ball. <laughs> like I ain't got an arm like yours, kid. I put anything on it I can find. Right. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christ, Harris. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, Jesus, I know him well. You know, help with bats. No, no, no help with curveball. <laughs> you know, help yeah. with curveball, yeah. Uh, so, I will say, and I think it was, uh, was it the, yeah, it was the first movie where they bring him the, the uh, bucket of, con- con- bucket of kernel chicken. Yeah. He's like, Serrano needs a live chicken. <laughs> yeah, people puking in the locker room before the game. <laughs> uh, so good. All right, uh, my number two has definitely been mentioned, and that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, I watch it every year. Uh, it is not Christmas unless I've watched it. Uh, it is, uh, as we mentioned, it's uh, my favorite of the National Lampoon movies. Um, again, like we were talking about with Major League, it's extremely quotable. Uh, uh, one of my favorite scenes that I will quote, that I will laugh every time I see it, is when they. <laughs> when the aunt goes to say the prayer and does the pre- <laughs> pledge of allegiance, <laughs> yeah, and the blessing, the blessing. <laughs> um, 
I mean, and there's just like little subtle things that are hilarious too when he's watching the old films and you get totally wrapped up into that. And then she pulls the the drawstring down for the stairs <laughs> and he goes falling. Yeah. Um, there's just oh, it's just so good and uh, him being out there putting up all the lights and everything else. I've always said like if it was up to me, that would be how I would decorate my house every year. It would have that many <laughs> lights all over it. So yeah. God, the electric bill. My oh, God. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the uh, the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, yeah. Um, Doris Roberts. Mar- Marie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's and to me it was the the best of the kids too because the kids changed every movie and it was yeah. Juliet Lewis wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was. Yep. So, so just yeah, just great movie. Uh, and then not and I'm not gonna I don't want to take any thunder away because I have a feeling it might be appearing on someone else's list in a moment uh, or in a little bit. But uh, the uh, Clark Griswold rant uh, is oh, yeah. is fantastic. So. Um, <laughs> If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Can't see the line, can you, Rusty? (laughs) All right, uh, John, you're number one. In past episodes i think we've had we had all consensus when we were with shearer and talked about uh die hard uh-huh. and i know you and greg Shegel both agreed on back to the future yep i'm gonna throw down the gauntlet and say grub you're here when number one's not uhf there's a serious problem because <laughs> <laughs> wow. it's I, mine I, yeah. no, are you it, serious he chose yes. wisely <laughs> yes and See, I'll tell you I, why. I thought National Lampoon was going to be your number one. I don't know why. No, no. <laughs> I, it's fine. It's fine. I actually like vacate the original Vacation more. Okay. For me, UHF is one of those that I saw it when it was out, or you know, when it first came out. Yeah. Just like Batman. And I saw Batman opening weekend twice. And I'll never forget, because it was one time at band camp. I was at a music camp in Richmond, Kentucky, at Eastern Kentucky University. And we would walk from the university campus walked off campus to this movie theater where, and this was 1989. So they would collect money for, uh, Easter seals or one of some kind of charity. And the, the kids, the kid that worked at the theater would walk up and down the aisle with a boot or something. And they took, you know, they wanted your change. And I'll never forget. Cause Michael Keaton was one of the people that was talking on behalf of the maybe it was the Danny Thomas Danny uh, Thomas charity I can't remember but everybody was cheering and carrying on but UHF yeah say oh maybe it was St Jude I can't remember it doesn't matter the bottom line was they <laughs> took money and anyway I saw it twice but UHF I have watched a hell of a lot more than I did Batman it's friggin amazing it's got Spatula City <laughs> it's got a dude smacking people with fish I mean come on the music's awesome. It makes fun of all the other movies of the era. And, you know, as Weird Al talked about on his VH1 Behind the Music, 
it you know it tanked something awful because it came out in this year that had all these huge movies and it you know he thought it was going to kill his career it obviously didn't but yeah UHF man it is it's as in all the that was the toughest thing with the 89 all these movies we talked about all of them are quotable as hell oh yeah it's great i mean it's amazing but UHF oh man you so stupid i mean come on <laughs> UHF that's where it is. That's where it is. And I knew I was like, if Grub doesn't have it, there's something seriously wrong. So <laughs> I love we Weird Al. Two two of us are in the you know, two yeah. of us are a consensus on this. I, I love Weird Al, but I do not like that movie at all. Well, you can suck it. Because <laughs> Grub's about to talk about it also. I have a feeling. Exactly. I too choose to go to U sixty two as my number one. Because uh. I am madly deeply in love with Weird Al like I have been a fan of his forever that movie is fucking spectacularly funny and anytime I am in a, just a shit mood there's about two to three movies that I can turn on that will make me feel a lot better and UHF is one of them and I actually just watched this last week because I wanted to watch it again um, but just the God, just the stuff of Conan the Librarian. <laughs> and, Gandhi too. Yeah. Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me a steak. Medium rare. Gandhi too and uh man, Wheel of Fish and I just God, that movie is is just great. It is absolutely great. And if you are into Weird Al, it is fucking amazing. That's all I can say. It's. I mean, it is. It is literally a top five movie of all time for me. Oh my god! So, okay, Mister Roadhouse. It is. It is a bad movie. It, <laughs> it, it might be a good bad movie. I mean, there's good bad movies like Master of the Universe. That's a good bad movie. I know it's a bad movie, but it's good. This is not even a good bad movie. It's just a bad movie. Well, you thought Cold Mountain was good, so you're... <laughs> that is a good movie. I'm telling you, Cold Mountain no. is a good movie. No, Cold Mountain was awful. I love so. that movie. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, Chuck, what's your, uh, do we even need to ask what's your number one? <laughs> yeah, there's only one UHF, when it, it comes to 1989. <laughs> no. It, it was the big blockbuster summer movie of 1989. This movie was everywhere. It was in fast food promotions at McDonald's. It was breakfast cereal. It was posters. It was T-shirts. It was Converse tennis shoes. It was everywhere. It was Batman. 89 Batman. I thought it was Troop Beverly Hills. No. no fuck <laughs> that. That's one of Jamie's favorite Batman. movies. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that that movie's horrible. <laughs> Troop Beverly Hills. So, anyways. Go no, 89 Batman. It, it just it, it launched a giant, you know, renaissance, if you will, of... Uh, comic book based movies that we all love today with all the, the Marvel and DC movies going on. Here's a question. Mostly Marvel. Did it really launch a renaissance? Because no. we you didn't really okay, the X Men movies kind of, but then those it Those were good. Yeah, I'm those not disagreeing. Years later. <laughs> those were ten years later. Yeah, I was gonna say what, there's, there's what a really decade between, I will tell you the movie that Batman launched all and, these movies. I'll tell you right what? now and no one no one remembers this. The movie that Blade. all the movies Blade. we have now is Blade. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was the first one. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. So. I think I no. I, look, I, I I really do like Batman but, a lot, and I I loved. I thought Michael Keaton was amazing, and yeah. I would love to see him as 
old man Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond or whatever Absolutely. they've talked about. That'd be uh, awesome. When he did Birdman, I remember seeing that going, oh, yeah, you know, like, I know it's not a one-to-one, but it was, I remember seeing that going, oh, shit, he's got to get back in the cowl. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, look, it's great. I just, with age, it had, it not that it hasn't aged well as a film, it just didn't stick with me like it did then. And I, you know, it's, people change, man. Yeah, I, okay, I'll, I'll give you that people you know, change, but like, in, it's good. if you I go mean, back and put yourself in 1989, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's no, no. the movie you want to see. Uh, are you kidding? Like I said, I owned a pair of Batman Chuck Taylors, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. I had a Batman poster on my wall, I had a Batman video game on my Nintendo, I had Batman cereal, I had a Batman t-shirt, I had Batman everything. I can remember I can remember. You know, the, the getting the Prince soundtrack and the score, score. from... Yeah. Uh, Danny Elfman. That was one of his first. Wasn't that one of his early? Well, he'd done some of the other yeah. Burton stuff, but yeah. I think it's you know certainly some of the themes that he had in that. Then they use those later, and so then they use the Batman stuff, and or were they reimagined or something in the DCU movies? But well, not only yeah, that, they've but reused some I of think it, if yeah. if you don't get the '89 Batman, we don't get Batman the animated series. No, true. because no. the series is absolutely in the look i mean it's the same world and music yeah. style and feel it's the same as gotham yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah no i totally agree with that for sure all right uh my number one i think it's been kind of revealed already and it really shouldn't be again any surprise to anyone that knows me uh and that's going to be indiana jones and the last crusade I, I thought you were going to say Ghostbusters 2. No. I was kind of expecting that. <laughs> I was no. waiting. I was like, Wait a minute. I haven't heard it Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 was possible to make the top five list, but if it did, it would have been number five, and there was just too many other good movies that would beat it. But no, I my first love is Star Wars. My, my second love is Indiana Jones. Um, I love everything about Indiana Jones other than some, some elements of the Crystal Skull. There's even parts of Crystal Skull that I really love. Um, but, yeah, Last Crusade uh, is right neck and neck with Raiders of the Lost Ark, as we've talked about before. Um, like you mentioned, John, it, it reveals so much of the character uh, as far as you know his, his background and everything else. And once I saw the early days with River Phoenix, I was like, I want to see more of those adventures. And then sure enough, the Chronicles came out, and by the way, I looked it up, and they're actually a lot cheaper now because they just call it the Young Adventures of Indiana Jones, and they're you can get like the DVDs for like twenty some bucks each volume, and there's looks like there's three volumes of it, um, so I will be getting those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I don't there's not a lot more for me to say other than what has been said. Uh, it just it, it's a it epitomizes that character. It is the it's a perfect. Um, you know, ending to that trilogy of movies. And I, I love, I'm sorry, but I love Temple of Doom as well. Uh, I shouldn't say sorry. I don't care. I love it. Um, but this one is definitely like, yeah, Last Crusade, it, it's just everything I wanted it to be and more. And like you said, Sean Connery is perfect in the movie. Um, the, you know, yes, you, you can see the twist coming of like, she's actually, working for the Nazis and stuff like that, but that's fine. I don't care. I love how he runs into Hitler. Uh, and yeah. uh, that gets his autograph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, uh, I love the blimp scene too, when he's like, he didn't have a ticket. <laughs> he didn't have a ticket. No <laughs> ticket. <laughs> no ticket. 
Um, and then yeah. fly, yes, land, no. <laughs> right. Um, and the whole tank scene is amazing too. When he's fighting all the the Nazis coming out of the tank and everything else, and riding up on the horse, and uh, oh, it's just it's such a good movie. And and all the all the puzzles at the end. Uh, I loved the, the thought that went into each of them. It was just really well done. Um, so, yeah. So that that movie was on everybody's list. It was Major League on everybody's list. It was on my honorable mention list. Okay. okay. So, so yeah. So I guess that that was the only one that was on everybody's everybody's list. list yeah. 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 So. All right, well, let's uh, let's get... I, of course, have a, a ton of honorable mentions, so I'd rather uh, leave it up to you guys to bring up some honorable mentions that you guys had uh, because your list might be shorter than mine, but we can just talk about some of those movies. Uh, John, I know you said yours yeah. was long, but uh, well, you usually have the shortest one. So. I, yeah, I, it, is the, it is the longest one I've ever had. I have four, so I had Major okay. League, which we talked about. Yeah. I had Henry V, which was Kenneth Branagh's version of... The play and the battle scene in Agincourt when they do this non nobis domine is one of the most powerful war scenes ever filmed, and the music is just unbelievable. How I Got Into College, which was a Savage Steve Holland movie that most people don't remember, which was about a guy trying to go to the same school as the girl he was in love with, it was friggin' hysterical. And he like makes a movie, and every and, and he's just he's a loser, and he he's trying to figure out how to get into college anyway. It's really, really great. But the last one, I think people were shocked. It was not on anybody's list. and The, the original one was not on anybody's in 87. It is my favorite of this series, and it has just two words that mean anything. Diplomatic, Diplomatic immunity. immunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2 is friggin' great. Yes. It was, it, was, it, was teetered on, it was teetering on the top five. Yep. Nice. Oh, I, I just love that is the best line in any of those movies. Yep. And he shoots that son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love anyway. it as well. It's on my honorable mention. It almost made my top five as well. It's a, and I agree. I think it's the best one. I think it's the best one of the bunch. Yeah. For sure. Not, yeah, I agree it's with It's good, that. Yeah. but I, yeah. No, man, Lethal Weapon 2. Because you already have the characters established by that point. Yeah. yeah. And you got Joe Pesci's introduced. And yeah, Pesci. They, yeah. they fuck you in the drive through. Uh, <laughs> so yeah um yeah it and yeah uh, that that's a really good movie yeah it, it like i said it was right there i have some listed as far as ones that almost made my list so um all right uh grub what honorable mentions do you have i got a bunch but a lot of them are like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Field of Dreams. I had Field of Dreams on my... Yeah, yeah. Lethal Weapon 2 just yeah, got brought too. up. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Batman, Back to the Future 2. But then, like, Ghostbusters 2, mm-hmm. my real issues with that movie are all about how Dana goes from, like, this world-class violinist to suddenly she's an art restorer. And Tully goes from a CPA to now he's a lawyer. Yeah, and the, the character changes don't make any sense to me. Mm. And it's that, like the stuff with Vigo and the, the Ghost Train, like I love all that stuff. But just like, why do these characters have to change so drastically? Why didn't? Why well, couldn't they still be what they were? Tully's wasn't that much of a change because he says he no, mostly because a- he actually t- tells the guys when they hire him that he does mostly tax stuff and. Uh, and he got his law degree at night. So he basically sets up that he went to night school to get, because they were like, that's okay, Lewis, we got rested that night. Um, so his, I understood more than Dana's. 
it, uh. it, I don't know. I just feel like those both would be like time consuming. I mean, especially a world class musician of any kind. Sure. That's been your life. Yeah. And I don't know why you would just abandon that to go to something else that, again, would probably have to take a serious amount of commitment and training and talent to do. But whatever. Uh, but then I threw in a couple others of this wonderful little series of films called The Best of the Best. Uh, they're like it was. It's Eric Roberts. Oh, jeez. Like, oh, wow. Nice. As a um, like a martial artist, and it's been a long time since I've seen these movies. But my brother yeah. and I watched the the first two over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and it's pure fucking eighties uh, martial arts. Cheese yep. is and in. You know, it's the, the typical like, oh, they got to put together the American team to take on like the Korean team, and James Earl <laughs> Jones is like their trainer and all this other stuff. So, um, and Cyborg, which is a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, kind of like a post-apocalyptic type future, and he's got to protect this girl, and turns out she's like a cyborg. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that one, but I I used to watch that thing constantly because I think for a while I was obsessed with the chick in that movie, but I don't remember who what her name is. <laughs> but outside of that, you know, everything else is pretty much you guys have already said in some form or another. Okay, uh, Chuck, how about you? Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I've got a nice list of honorable mentions okay. here. Go um, for it. Well, the ones we talked about, Field of Dreams. That was a I, I wrestled with that putting it in the top five. Mm-hmm. over National Lampoons, but it, it just made, like, that would have been number six. Yeah. I just love that movie. Uh, Back to the Future we talked about, Back to the Future 2, I mean, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, Next of Kin, The Punisher, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Uh, ones we didn't talk about was Look Who's Talking with John Travolta and Kirstie yep. Alley. Yeah. Great movie. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it, yeah. Mm. You just hate fun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly I hate you Because <laughs> he's no... <laughs> Yeah, he's fun. You just like bad movies. <laughs> uh, kickboxer, License to Kill. Yeah. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck was on mine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Martin and Parenthood. Yep, that was on my list. Yeah, and then I got I got my uh, two uh, chick flick girl movies here. Uh, when Harry Met Sally. Yep. I like that movie. I don't care. It's a good movie. And, and Steel Magnolias. I've never seen that one. You've got to be fucking kidding me. No. That's a star-studded cast movie. I understand. I've never had any desire to see it. Oh my god, it's a if good like, movie. If you like southern, southern yeah, women, southern drama. Yeah. Yeah. If you like yeah. southern drama, it's a good movie. I can't say that I do. <laughs> so being from Cleveland, you probably don't understand. Right? I do. I grew up in Western. I, yeah, that's a good movie. Okay. I, I, you, know, I, I, you can even quote that movie. I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I, think I somehow I, I'm, I missed or didn't remember License to Kill coming out in '89. Was that uh, that, that was the last? That was the I think that was the last uh, Bond movie that uh, Dalton did. Yeah, and it it when it came out, it got a lot of it got a lot of negative publicity because yeah. it was so violent and dark and man, it was kind of you know when he killed his buddy and oh, it was pretty yeah. pretty messed up. That's but the I remember first at the time, I saw. It, like. Yeah, at the, the time, it years. was it almost got an R yeah. because it apparently it was you know so and it is it's fairly I think now compared to the current movies which are violent, you know in the way they are but man that that at the time man that, that movie was rough yeah yeah it's good though I, I I always thought Dalton was a good Bond I liked Daniel Craig is a 
great James Bond. Oh yeah, I I agree. But yeah. I always yeah. I thought Dalton always got short shrift. I thought he was I good. Yeah, I agree. He, got, he got great scripts, but I thought he was yeah. good. Yep, I, I liked him. But cool. that's yeah, that was my honorable mention movies there. You need to watch Steel Magnolias. That's no, a good movie. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you do. No, that's you need a good movie. You need to watch Glory. But I'll watch Glory if you watch Steel Magnolias. All right, do you have it? I smell a I smell a double header. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, it's it's got to be on. I feel like be on Chuck Netflix is getting the better end of this deal here. <laughs> I, I know he is. <laughs> a lot of, he is a lot of a lot of tissues. Yeah. a lot of tissues. A lot of you will cry if you don't cry. You have no soul. He oh, will cry at the end of glory. You will cry at the end of glory. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you don't cry and steal magnolias, you have no soul. I would say the same thing for glory. <laughs> And, All right, and I agree with you, Grub. I think I'm getting the worst end of this deal. <laughs> I mean, Steel Magnolias is not a terrible movie. It's, it's just, not. It's a good movie. Sure, it's, it's not. just it's really aimed at a specific. It was an Oscar Beatty aimed at a specific type of audience. Okay. Yeah, so, women. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not, Chuck, but I am not a woman. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I've roomed with you before. I know. <laughs> as much as you've tried. <laughs> yeah. We know. We've all seen it. It's all good. Listen, though. Steel Bangles is a good movie. Well, some of us have. I must have been heavily asleep. <laughs> you were in the shower. Me and Rock were peeking. It happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I want to hear, I wanna hear right. Ryan's list because I think we'll be here for another half hour. You so. will be. Um, so, first off, I, I did group uh, a group of movies together that I said are very 1980s movies. Uh, which are I did have UHF in there. Um, I also had the Wizard. The Wizard. <laughs> Wait, is that was that the the, Fred the Power Glove, the Power Glove yeah. movie? Oh my and, God. and a little Ginny Lewis. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Gleaming the Cube. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, skater movie. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's horrible. Say anything. Which is a great movie. Um, yeah, that was okay, but uh, very easy, wasn't it? It was, oh, was uh, it was yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. And, yeah, but that's that's the that's the boombox over the head. Yeah, the boombox boom over, over the head. head yeah. 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 And then uh, Chuck, you're gonna love this one, Tango and Cash. Yeah, that's that's a good movie. I love good. that movie. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna mention some of my other ones. I'm not gonna mention any of the ones that you guys have already mentioned. So, uh, so it'll keep it a little shorter. Uh, these are ones that almost made my list. Uh, Dead Poet Society. Uh, love that movie with Robin Williams. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Uh, overrated? Movie? No, it's not. It's so not overrated. <laughs> yes, it is. No, that was his it's first not. real like serious type of role, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It um, gave us one of the funniest bits SNL's done in years when they did that remake of, and the dude jumped up and his head got chopped off by the <laughs> ceiling fan. Yeah, one of the funniest damn things I've seen on SNL in years. I thought I was just, just oh, it was a scream. Uh, see no evil, hear no evil. No, I love that movie. No, <laughs> no it's not. That's not a good movie, dude. Gene, Gene Wilder and Richard yeah, Pryor. What, yeah, it's called. Oh, is that the I need a paycheck? That's yeah, what I, I love it. Not Richard Pryor's. They're in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's blind. He doesn't realize he's black or something like that. Yeah. I yeah, it's, it. it's it's not good. I don't, I've only ever seen bits and pieces of it. I don't. You can hate on all you want. I loved it. Uh, a very underrated movie, The Burbs. You know, that movie has a like crazy following. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, back in the, back in the day when I was doing my podcast, when we did that, it's just like 
it, it is people like love the hell out of that movie, and I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. I yeah, it. I love it. I don't it's no, get. The... It's no Money Pit. <laughs> I like it more than Money Pit. <laughs> it's no Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> it's definitely oh, better Greg than Greg that. Greg Turner would fight you over that. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Um, and then again, to me, an underrated comedy, but I love this movie. Uh, is the Dream Team? I don't even know what that is. Michael Keaton oh, yeah. and that? Peter Boyle. Yeah, and the Canadian brass played the soundtrack. Christopher Lloyd, uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Peter Boyle, and then I can't remember who plays the uh, fat guy that speaks in baseball terms only. But basically they're all in an insane asylum, and they're allowed to go out for a day pass, and their teacher gets, or their not their teacher, but their uh, supervisor gets knocked out and goes to the hospital, so they're loose in New York City. Um, and uh, Michael Keaton has anger issues, and uh, Peter Boyle thinks he's Jesus, and uh, it's it's a very to me it's a funny movie, so I love it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my god, it's so good! I I really love it. Um, and then uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Movie. I like it. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Come on, carrying a dead guy around the whole time. That's comedy gold. <laughs> No, no, it's not comedy gold. Comedy gold. I love, I love it. I'm sorry. I, I liked it at the time when it came out. Yeah, I still like it. But no, I still would like you watch it. it now? Yeah, I have watched no. it. Oh my god! And the sequel. Oh my god! <laughs> He's still dead. <laughs> I I recently showed uh, my kids, um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. My boys, yeah. they they thought it was a good movie. They liked it. Yeah. Um. Lock Up, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, that was a good movie. I like that one. Um, Sam is going to love me for this one. Puppet Master came out this year, which is a uh, uh, B-grade horror movie. I, yeah, I have to think about that one if I saw that one or not. I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just looking at the list of movies that came out this year, man, and there's like a bunch that like that none of us talked about that I know that people, you know, are that are Pet Cemetery. I was just going to mention Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Fletch, Fletch Lives came out that year. <laughs> Do the right thing. Well, and then I wanted yeah. to hint, the last one on my list is definitely a classic <laughs> drama movie, and it's awesome, which is Lean On Me. Oh, my God. I remember that. Yeah. yeah with uh, yeah. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. You can call... You used to call me Crazy Joe. Now they can call me Batman. So... Yeah, The Abyss came out that year. Yep. Born on the 4th of July. Turner and Hooch. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Bur- Burbs is still a better movie than that. Yeah, we, we, never, had those, we never had those yeah. problems in my high school. The Lean on Me problems? Yeah. No. I would yeah, hope not. We didn't not. have any of that. <laughs> I hope not. But isn't that movie loosely based on real life? I think it's real, yeah. It's based yeah. on a, like a real story. story like like yeah. The real principal did that. Yeah. yeah. It's a great oh, movie. The best Star Trek movie ever came out, Star Trek V. <laughs> I don't think that's the best one. <laughs> no, that's a pile of... It's, a, it's a turd. It's a turd. Yeah. Right. That movie's horrible. You know what? Cold Mountain's better than that one. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We can finally agree on something tonight. Uh, so that's all I had on my list. Uh, you guys poo-pooed a lot of them, but I still love them. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like Eric. You just like bad movies. No. <laughs> Great movies. When are we doing 1990? What came out? <laughs> well, no, 
no, I think I think don't we have, was it Greg that said we should go back now and start back at eighty and like pick the worst movies? Yeah, we could try to figure out like the five worst oh things they got. Eighty nine, one of the five worst would be Robot Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> I would put UHF in one of the worst movies in nineteen eighty nine. You have no taste. <laughs> well, eh, it's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> See, the problem with this, like a lot of these movies may be garbage, but if you've never seen them, you know how do you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some movies where you're just like, yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of my one of my thoughts too, and I think I found a database that I can compile this together. One of the thoughts is to go back and do uh, not necessarily top five, maybe just top three of uh, favorite TV shows that came out in the '80s for each year. Oh my God, yes. Because there's a lot that came out. <laughs> so so there's either that or we can do top top albums that came out each of those years. Um, I don't want to get into the 90s, I don't think, because we're an 80s show. Like, we could keep going with the movies if you guys want to, but I just thought yeah, it's good. I mean, some good stuff came out in the 90s. I would think if you're going to do the 90s, you need to cut, just like, go up to, like, maybe, like, 95. 95, yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. Because at that point, most, you know, most of us, not oh, all... Oh, we get to talk about Batman and Robin, then. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, most of us at that point are good. either... good. No, it's Just not. Graduated high school or getting close to it. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Batman and Robin is not good. No, it's not. It's oh, okay. good that John can't yeah, talk about I, it. I, I, oh, was, yeah. uh, I was well out of high school at the time. Is, is, that the, is that the one where he goes holy rusted metal, Batman? Uh, I believe so. It's either that or Batman Forever. It's one of those two. I believe it's Batman and Robin also has bat nipples. Bat yeah. nipples, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's George Clooney. Clooney, yeah. yeah. Batman Forever isn't good either. <laughs> Uh, so bad um all right any other uh so we'll we'll roll around some ideas when it comes to that uh what we're where we're going to go next um we did have a listener that sent us an email but i can't find it i don't know i can't remember if he sent it through facebook or if he sent it by email but i'll he sent us he actually sent us his top 10 favorite movies from 1989 so uh well, I'll, oh I'll, shit I'll bring that up next next time. So I gotta throw another honorable mention on real quick. Okay. There's an anime. There's an anime called Venus Wars that came out in '89. I didn't realize it was '89. That I love the hell out of that. It's what is it? It's it's um it like I said it's called Venus Wars. Basically, it takes place on Venus. Like humanity has colonized the planet and terraformed it. Okay. Um and one faction has been taking over everything on the planet to you know to take over the planet. But it's it's one of these. They're not. It's not a mech type movie, but they have like these motorcycles that like do crazy things. That it's it's just a fun. Man, I gotta go back and I have it. I have it on disc downstairs. But uh, if you're into anime, if you've never seen Venus Wars, I would suggest giving it a. It's a give it a give it a shot. Okay. Good recommendation. All right, you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about or? Uh, yeah, one other thing. Yeah. Uh, remember. To uh, well, just to remind the listeners to send us uh, their favorite Star Wars characters and yes. Joe characters for that upcoming episode. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've already written out my list, although I think some things are going to move around a little bit on it before we finally do the episode. I have yet to write mine down because I'm so torn on it because I keep wanting to write it down and I throw it away and I'm like, I, I, no. And I actually thought of another list we could do for a future episode. I, I'm sure I think you guys would uh, enjoy doing it. Is I was thinking if we did top 10 uh, 
Joe or Cobra vehicles. Nice. I think that could be fun. So. Mm. so. I'm going to throw something in real quick with, I got uh, Brian Shears uh, art book. Oh his yeah. Book today showed up in the mail and I'm really impressed. Like it, it feels to me more like it's like a personal journey of Brian versus a lot of art books people artists will put out just like look at all my pretty art but this is it's more than that it's a very like he has a little like a lot of little just stuff in there about like things he's witnessed and why it came about it's a very personal type of book to me in my opinion that's awesome so if, if you see Shearer and he's got the book you know think about picking it up because it's I'm really impressed so. yeah and I think you can order it on his website still too so um but uh, I haven't gotten mine yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to it when it when it shows up. So yeah, and he did a killer triceraton from the turtles for me. That's awesome. Nice. Very very cool. Uh, Chuck, any any last things you wanted to mention before we close? Or uh, no, if you haven't seen Batman '89, just see it. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to love it. Grub, Grub's got to be the only one who really doesn't like it. So no, I I like it. It's just not a top five for me. Yeah, yeah you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. John, but yeah, I mean that's that's all. Just uh, send send us your uh, list for top uh, okay. GI Joes and top uh, Star Wars. Cool. We'll put an episode out there shortly about that. Yeah, uh, John, how about you? What's been going on for you? Well, we would have put out an episode before this that uh, you never heard or what? were not part of. What? <laughs> so yeah, all of this will be in the future, right? But yeah, ep- or the past or something. Yeah, yeah, the past. But again, Travis and I had a great time doing a very special episode that has nothing to do about Star Wars or GI Joe or anything we normally talk about. Hopefully, the fans enjoyed it. It's a different take on some things. Again, appreciate the opportunity to put that out there and watch UHF, watch Batman, watch uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. watch Bill and Ted's and Major League and all this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, I'm looking forward to listening to that episode or, or have listened to that episode, uh, as the case may be. Um, yeah, first time for me in 200-plus episodes that I won't even be on it. So I'm uh, for the first time, I'm actually excited. It's the first time I'll be able to listen to a Star Joe's episode and not have a slightest clue of what was going to be said. So... <laughs> um, but uh, John, how else can they find you besides that uh, that episode that they would have heard already? Uh, what's going on with uh, HR for you? You can always find me at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. And for anybody listening that wants to come on that show, if I don't know you, spell my name right. Don't have your marketing people call me and get your act together. I'm tired of these people trying to ride my... You know, ride my coattails. It's bullshit. <laughs> Tired of it. And I'm saying it here because if somebody wants to, you know, they're not listening. But my fans of that, you know, fans of that show that do listen to this show will appreciate it. You know, I'm very humbled by the response that show gets. It's been an amazing year now with it. But, man, you know, if you're trying to get on to get some publicity, fuck you. That's all. <laughs> you know, I, I'm really hurt by that, John. <laughs> I reach out to you in good faith. I want to come on your show, and you just you, you fuck me right there. No, you have your team contact me. You don't spell my name right. 
you probably never listened to an episode of the show in your life. It's <laughs> no, very, I have. I, I like. No, no, I know you have. I'm saying in in the pejorative with yeah, some of these knuckleheads yeah. that have their agents contact me, and it's like nice. You, you don't get it, and yeah. you know, here's what it. I know, you know, I now have a cost as to what I will do to produce a show, and uh, yeah. So if they're if they're listening, I'll send you the bill, and we'll do it. Yeah, I'm trying to hawk my book. <laughs> I uh, I actually I listened to a few episodes and then I listened to episode fifty and uh, I appreciate the the shout out on there that was very nice yeah, of you uh, it was awesome uh, I did I think I even told you this John uh, and I mentioned this to a couple other people it was weird listening to a podcast with you on it and me not responding to being able to respond to anything <laughs> that you said. <laughs> I was like, I can hear John. I usually can interact with John. I can't interact with John right now. <laughs> uh, but it was—it's a really good show. I, I thank you. I learned a lot. So, uh, and, it, and it's not dry. That's the thing. Like that, I think some people that aren't familiar with, you know, uh, with the show would might be surprised because they hear it's an HR show. It's not dry at all. It's not. You know, you go in there and you actually learn some stuff and. And uh, you hear some good conversations and stuff like that. To your point of what you mentioned on your show, you you guys don't go on there and just talk about the issues and what people face in HR and things like that. You guys have real conversations and talk about you know what life is like in, in HR and everything else. So it's you're you're very kind. I have an amazing co-host on that show, and, and just like we have our amazing dynamic that is. Ever shifting based on who is here, right? Our Chicago uh, Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really lucky to have uh, Wendy co-host there, and again, the fact that we have translated the "Is Die Hard a Christmas Movie" is to into kind of our uh, DNA there also just makes me incredibly happy. Nice, nice. nice. All right, well, you can find us at uh, StarJoes.com. Uh, you can call us and leave us a voicemail, like we heard today, 440-941-JOES, 440-941-J-O-E-S. Uh, you can email us, StarJoesPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at StarJoesPodcast. Follow us on uh, Facebook. There's a group page and a fan page. Uh, and you can also follow us on Instagram. Uh, a whole lot of stuff is coming out. This month, much like I've mentioned, I think in past years, February, which is the shortest month, seems to have the most episodes of Star Joe's come out. Uh, I don't know why it works out that way, but it does, and I'm okay with it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because we'll probably have about three episodes. Well, we already had one episode come out this month. We're going to have at least two more coming out this month, plus the Patreon episodes, which I do want to give a shout-out to our Patreons, because I have not done so in the past few episodes, and I apologize for that. Uh, the sponsorship level, Will Bell has his uh, Dudes in Toyland podcast, and Jonathan Morgantini has his Just Roll With It podcast. Uh, definitely check those out. i am actually been asked to come on to Will Bell's uh, Dudes in Toyland show as a guest in the near future, so hopefully nice. uh, that'll be happening, and I'll update you guys once it's out there. So, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that podcast out now. There you go. There you go. I, I didn't know about it. I heard about it on Star Joe's. I'm going to check it out. There you go. They talk about uh, toys and customizing toys and everything else. Really fun show. So Yeah, I don't give a fuck what they talk about. I'm going to listen to it because <laughs> Star Joe's told me to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Crazy, man. I might leave a review. I hope it's good. There you go. Better be. <laughs> if not, Star Joe's is getting a salty 
voicemail. <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I think that's everything. So, uh, Chuck, you gonna finish this one off for me with uh, our closing here? It'll be yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and close the show by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. And now for our last speaker, one of the greatest presidents in American history, Mr. Abraham Lincoln. score and seven minutes ago we your forefathers were brought forth upon a most excellent adventure conceived by our new friends Bill and Ted these two great gentlemen are dedicated to a proposition which was true in my time just as it's true today be excellent to each other and <laughs>